Welcome to another episode of Transitions, a podcast by Bustique. Today, we'll be discussing packaging with Sophie Nguyen-Bucon, Head of Development of Solutions for Reuse and Bulk at Citeo. Citeo is a company with a mission created by the players in the consumer and distribution sectors. It was created in September 2017 from the merger of Eco-Emballage and Ecofolio. Its goal? To reduce the environmental impact of packaging and paper produced by companies by offering them solutions for reuse, sorting, recycling and volume reduction. We're particularly interested in the two subjects that Sophie is responsible for, reuse and bulk. Maybe they ring a bell? It's simple. Reuse consists of giving a second life to packaging that already exists. Bulk buying refers to the sale of consumer products without packaging. Consumers only have to bring a container and choose the desired quantity. But Sophie can explain it better than I can. Hi Sophie, thank you so much for joining us. Mais merci pour l'invitation. So, can you start by telling us about the benefits of reusing and bulk buying? Aujourd'hui, la majorité des produits que l'on consomme, on les achète sur des lieux de vente et il faut pour les ramener chez nous, les transporter. The majority of the products we consume, we buy at shops and we need a way to transport them home with us. So most of our products, whether it's mineral water, which we drink to quench our thirst, or chipolatas to grill on the barbecue, are in packaging that is designed to be sorted and recycled. Recyclés dans le meilleur des cas. Donc ils sont conçus, comme nous on le dit, à usage unique. Ils vont faire un voyage. Therefore, designed for single use. They go on a trip, and the trip ends at the consumer's house. They put the packaging in the bin, and then it's recycled. Le réemploi et le vrac, c'est vraiment des alternatives à cette solution d'emballage. Reuse and bulk are alternatives to this current packaging solution. After recycling, we reuse the material, so a plastic bottle will be turned into plastic packaging or another object. For reuse, the object is kept in its entirety, the same shape, everything. It's really these two alternatives that we're working on at Citio. And what is your strategy when it comes to these two trends? Aujourd'hui, notre rôle, c'est d'apporter des solutions aux metteurs en marché, c'est-à-dire nos clients. Today, our role is to provide solutions to marketers, i.e., our customers, to enlighten them and tell them, okay, if you want to offer reusable packaging or bulk buying to your customers, these are the best conditions to do it. We have quantified objectives that will become regulation. In concrete terms, by 2027, 10% of all packaging placed on the market must be reused. On sait pas exactement où on en est aujourd'hui parce que c'est c'est des pratiques comme je disais tout à l'heure. We don't know exactly where we are today because these are practices that are still marginalized and therefore quite confidential. So there's no reporting, no data tracking. Mais on se doute que 10% But we suspect that we're not at 10% yet. We will have to see big changes and transformations when it comes to collective organizations. But it's now a common goal that we all share and it concerns all products. Actually, if you put a bottle of water or a can on the pavement in Germany, it will be gone in five minutes. There is barely any litter in Germany because everyone knows that there is financial value behind packaging. 
Donc en fait, si vous avez une bouteille d'eau par terre, beverage packaging ranges from 15 to 30 cents. And everyone is aware of this. Je pense pas que ce soit euh, la voie euh, la plus euh, I don't think that it's the most virtuous path to explore, but we know that it can be an alternative source of income for people who for whatever reason find abandoned packaging. And in Germany, this is completely integrated into society. Also, what are the challenges you're facing? Alors, il y a toute la partie adhésion du consommateur, parce que ça, ça change ses habitudes. Euh, la plupart de nos activités humaines reposent sur un modèle économique. The hardest part is changing consumers' habits. Most of our activities are based on an economic model, like our health system, for example. We're reaching a limit, and it's the same when it comes to consumption. If reuse and bulk offers don't have an economic model, it means that they will cost more. And at this moment in time, we are in a context of inflation and tension when it comes to economic resources. So we have to work on an economic model. And the only way to consider lowering costs is to increase the scale. And that means more brands need to get involved and start offering these services to their customers. It is naturally Citio's role to consolidate different points of view so that we can reach a common goal. And we know that without massification, we will not reach costs that are competitive. I wanted to ask, are there any technical limitations? Il y a quelques enjeux techniques. Concrètement, on peut pas imaginer basculer. There are a few technical issues that are changing, but let's be honest, it's not possible to switch 100% of our consumption to bulk goods or 100% of our consumption to reusable packaging. Champagne is a good example. You're not allowed to put champagne in a bottle that has been used before. It's too much of a risk. The liquid is put under pressure and therefore you have to guarantee a certain level of safety. So champagne producers aren't allowed to use wash bottles, only new ones. For the vrac, the limits techniques are linked to the fact that the product When it comes to bulk goods, the technical limitations are related to the fact that the product will be stored in a much larger container. This includes liquids. If we look at fruit juices, for example, if I buy juice in bulk, I'm only going to be able to keep it for five to seven days maximum because it will have been in contact with oxygen whilst it was in its container. Whereas long life juices found in supermarkets can be kept for several months at a time. And has it all paid off, all the work you've done so far? We have completed a first and important step. Over the last six months, we've brought together 60 companies to define a robot portrait of reusable packaging. I know it may not seem like much, but it really is an essential first step. And this year, we will conduct tests to validate the feasibility of certain materials. Glass isn't problematic, as it's an inert Material. So in terms of food safety, it's not a problem. But for plastic and stainless steel, we need to provide guarantees to manufacturers. What we've learned and become better at when it comes to bulk buying is fine-tuning the way the consumer perceives these new products. Today, in several shops, you can find snacks in the bulk goods area from brands that you would usually find on pre-packaged shelves. That's very new. And what we wanted to, to do was conduct studies to challenge consumers and find out, okay, is this the right direction? Are they expecting brands like this on offer in the bulk section in the future. We have had positive feedback. In the end, consumers are expecting a richer offer in bulk. And so with this information, we're moving forward. 
Can you tell me how bulk buying and reuse could be applied to a company like Bostik? Pour Bostik, c'est réfléchir à est-ce qu'en repensant l'emballage pour le consommateur, pour même for Bostik, they need to think if we change the packaging for consumers and B2B clients too, how can we provide something extra? Or if we change the packaging, how can we make sure we're not taking anything away from the customer experience? It's also important to think about how consumers will use these products after buying them. Acheter des lentilles en vrac, c'est tout à fait faisable. J'arrive chez moi, je les mets dans un bocal ou je les laisse dans le sachet. Buying lentils in bulk, for example, when you get home, you put them in a jar, you keep them in the bag, and that's it. But if I buy moisturizer, and it's in a flexible plastic film, it would be hard for me to get the cream out. So you really have to think all through. Another thing to consider as we're looking at adhesive products is that maybe some of Bostic customers use adhesives for the labeling of their products. And we must take into account that if these products are packaged in returnable packaging, the adhesive must be adapted to industrial washing. And looking at wine, often bottles of rosé are put in ice buckets, and obviously no one wants the label to disintegrate. These are called self-adhesive labels. Well, self-adhesive labels, they don't come off. They must be scraped and washed several times. But there are also adhesives that are water-soluble, and these are much more suitable for reuse. So potentially, with Bostic customers, there will be new requirements and new demands because the labels will have to be washed off. And one last question. If we had to take away one thing from bulk buying and reuse, what would it be? Je dirais que le réemploi et le vrac, ça, ça nous interpelle. Reuse and bulk concerns all of us, and a more virtuous consumption will really bring about a revolution and change our way of life. We're now nearing the end of this episode. Sophie, thank you so much for coming to discuss these exciting trends that have great potential for numerous industries and the environment, of course. Merci à vous. À bientôt. And for those listening, thank you for joining us. Don't miss the next episode when we'll look into yet another emerging trend. Goodbye.